from the hosts that brought you to Coding Westworld. And Westworld the Recapables. Comes the Ringer Prestige TV podcast uh, on Westworld. I'm Joanna Robinson. I'm Danny Heifetz. And I'm David Shoemaker. Welcome to Westworld Season 4 and the Prestige TV podcast feed, where we're going to break down every episode of Westworld Season 4. Every Monday, the day after the show comes out on the Prestige TV podcast feed. Wherever you get your podcasts, but get them on Spotify. Do away with that sound. It's Thank gone. You. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's not bothering us I can anymore. I tell you, I was feisty last week. Jesse is sweaty this week, which means he's I feisty. I don't. I feel like my blood pressure is raised. Like, don't don't I look red in the face? I looked in the mirror. Oh my! I'm looking on the TV. I am red in the face. If I have a heart attack, do you know CPR? Do I know? Do it? you know CPR? Hang on. There's a couple of ways. I, do I know it? Yes. Okay. Will I administer it to someone uh-huh. like yourself? Yeah. I yeah. think we should just pray. You don't just, have a heart there's a, You just wipe my lip, and then the oh. sweat's gone, and then you just go what are we supposed do whatever to do you got to do. Soaking wet hand at that point. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, I'm not going to die today. You know what? I'll call. You don't know that. I'll <laughs> call. Nine, I'm just saying none of us know that. I could. I'll call 911. I feel like that's fair. That's a, that's a fair trade, I guess. That's good. I'm doing your job. Speaking of, of serious health issues. Yeah. Both dogs. Oh, God. Bit of an issue with Here the bottles. Go. Wow. Never. I was walking out the door to go to the gym. Wife screams at Welcome me. Welcome to the podcast, Just people. stepped in a pile of Brady's poo-poo in the basement. Poopy? Poor guy. Oh, I think not we're all a, feeling for it's him. It's not been a good day. Yeah, well. I don't have much else. That's all that's, that's on my mind. That's the show, people. Boys. We did it. Um, before we get into the car show, did you end up going to the Nashville car show? I did not. Okay. I feel bad. It was a huge show. Well, uh, I know we were together Saturday, so I knew you weren't there then, but I didn't know Friday or Sunday. Man, it was just a busy weekend for us. Any other time we would have gone. There's a big one coming up. in The um, biggest, they said, at the end in October, the biggest Nashville one. Sheps is involved with that. Oh, is it? Jason, yeah. I do want to go to that. I want to show some support there. I well, like if it. I'm in town. That's our I anniversary. Like um, I have the exact date. It is October the... Uh, Early or late work. 28th. Good. I'm probably here. Yep. Because I think ours is in the 28th middle. 28th through 30th. Yeah. So. I, I, we should definitely try to go to that and do something. That's a Nashville card show. If anybody cares, that's Start making we'll plans. At. But before that, we've got a show for you today. Mike, do you mind if I run it down and we'll do the rundown? Can as you I run not it? say the rundown like you normally do and just do, the, do it though? The rundown. I like that so much better. Go. Prism basketball price check. We had uh, Denton put together a little report to us last minute. Thank you very much, Denton. So we've got up-to-date pricing. Then baseball. We'll be doing a lot of baseball. Hope you guys brought your peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Won't be that much. See what I did there? Ten minutes or less, I guarantee. Juan Soto, MLB Draft, Mariner. I'm just saying give them them a touch of what we're going to taste on. A Taste of what we're going to touch on. Uh, Release week. We kind of talked about it last week, but we're going to hit on a little bit more information uh, some information about pristine auction. I think you auction all, house will work. I think you'll all find uh, interesting pickups. I didn't buy anything this week. I can cover that one right now. Why did, did you? you? No, no, no. I thought. Oh, well, we can talk about the things I almost bought, but I got outbid on because people are freaking spending too much money. Okay. Um, Evansville home oh, run derby event. Uh, oh yeah, app card app stuff, stuff. Have a whole and app then stuff. mailbag. Okay. That is your show. Why don't we go ahead and. Big picture. Sure. So Prism Basketball has been out a few weeks now. 
I would like to know, that was kind of our question. What is this MBA class? I would like you to pull up the cost of wax if you would too. I've got it. Because I think what's been happening, is it still over 1300 bucks? It So if you recall, you may not recall, it was like 1329, I believe last time we checked. Okay. It is now 1299, so 1300. Oh, it's coming down. It went down like 30 bucks. Okay, so it's maintaining though after the initial kind of drop. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't dropped significantly since then. So kind of the the same thing we've done with other products in the past, like, hey, this is the new shiny toy. Mm -hmm. That actually reminds me. uh, About a toy? Yeah, Nate Burns, Buddy of mine, Grand Slam Collectibles here in uh, Nashville. He's in Murfreesboro. You're you're all stopping grounds. The borough. Oh, I know. I know. He moved in once you left. There's no surprise there. Absolutely. So you got to. I, I was actually reading something he wrote on Facebook, and I thought it was kind of neat because he set up the big show in Nashville that just happened. Oh, he did. And that was like one of his things. He's like, en- it was basically it was like enough with the shiny stuff. Oh, like if yeah. you want to get in and mess around and buy and sell and flip it, that's fine. But it's on every single table. Like buy stuff that matters. Yes. I thought that was, and I actually totally agree with that. Well, it goes in line with the whole, I mean, I feel like we've been saying we've been pushing vintage, like we've got money in it or something. I I don't have a lot of money in it. I personally don't have anything in it. So it is just interesting to note that it's not just our, but it's not just our opinion. We obviously are getting it from multiple different areas is go vintage. I mean, not even just vintage. Like you can buy a 2021 Griffey card, buy a patch auto. Basically not ultra modern. No, because that's ultra modern, but don't just get away from the base. Griffey is ultra modern? A 2021 Griffey patch auto card is about as modern as it gets, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Saying I'm saying I'm not so concerned with the year and the modernness of a card. The mo- the year of the card is not the issue here. It's I think what player, he was, right? I think what he was saying is, basically, you know, you've got a ton of base stuff. You've got mm-hmm. silvers. You've got all these colors, this, that, and the other thing. Stick with stuff that is unique, if you want to go with numbered stuff, which I actually really agree with this, a lot of stolen thunder here from Nate's take, but he also, in that same thing, mentioned that like it does seem like things have really settled and stabilized and are starting to pick up. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing, we'll probably talk about this in the mailbag, and then we'll get into the actual price check. There were two massive shows. like There were 400 tables at Nashville. Dallas was this weekend as well, had like four or 500 tables as well. It's a lot of tables for two regional shows that are not that far apart. Yeah. And I watched one of the most interesting and despicable live interactions I've ever seen on TikTok. Oh, I got a message of like, dude, well, it was there's on a, TikTok. So there you go. It was like, dude, there's a guy live on TikTok right now. I forget this guy's name. Young dude had a mustache, which you know I don't approve You're of. And already young, and young guys. Strike two. But he was actually okay. It was like his sister or his girlfriend. A guy came up to the table, bought a box, and they're like, hey, we're going to do a box war. So whoever gets the card worth the most money wins all the contents. It's like a common game people play. Yeah. Whatever. The girl pulls a Justin Fields card. It's worth like 400 bucks. I'm getting off, off topic, but yeah, I, I want to we get were, this. We were talking prison, but that's okay. I, this is not. interesting. The dude pulls a Waddle card worth like 250 Okay. Pretty simple. Everybody agrees. All the cards. So again, they both buy their box, yep. but now the girl would win everything. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if that's a girl. You shouldn't do this to anybody. Like the guy was literally live on TikTok and there's like 15 people streaming this thing live too, which I thought was absolutely amazing, but like refused to do it. Like oh, he sh- wouldn't give it up. The guy, one of the show promoters had to actually get involved and be like, dude, just take your box and leave. Like he was arguing. It was like this young clown. What? Like- I-, I had to bring this up because I was actually in the chat and I was like, dude, I'm going to try to make you famous. I really want people <laughs> to know how bad of a person you are. So what's his name? I don't know. Oh, and man, then I, got I thought we were shop. really going to do Somebody it. Somebody said they thought he worked for Dave's card shop down there, but then other people were like, no, this, and it isn't Dave. It's one of his employees and other people said it wasn't. So I really don't know. But here's what I would say. 
don't be shady in the hobby, especially in 2022, because it is way too small a world. Especially when you're live streaming it from so, your well, own account. Well, not to admit, well, he wasn't, but everybody else was. Oh, okay. Here's the thing, though. Everybody's going to know this guy. Like, you're not hiding. You should be a good, a decent person just for your own morality's sake. But, like, even if you're just for, like, business sake, mm -hmm. it get word gets Everything around. Gets if around you stiff here. somebody, yeah. it gets around. The guy was a total piece of garbage. So, Dave, I don't know if this guy works for you. If he does, fire him. Jesse's willing to cover his salary for the year. Just and get that rid of him. Is your prism basketball? That's your update. big picture. Okay, <laughs> prism. Been out for a couple weeks. We thought, hey, let's talk about some of the, the actual sale prices. Uh, now that things have settled some. Yes. So I've got, I went ahead and did a little research on my own. Oh, you dirty dog. The reason I'm the 51 here. Um, I went ahead and checked up John Morant, Lamella Ball, Anthony Edwards, just oh, to get an idea. Okay. But Denton sent over. I know it was Jalen Green, Mobley, Scotty Barnes, Cade. Who am I missing? Kaminga? Uh, did you say Cunningham? Yep. Uh, Kaminga, Barnes, yep. Giddy, no, Wagner, and DeSoma's boy, Jones. I don't want to talk about Herb Jones out of spite. <laughs> okay. So real quick, give me like the cheapest guys. What are they selling for? Base, uh, so this is all raw, base and silver. Do you want uh, cheapest raw base or silver? Just give me a couple guys who are on the cheaper Herb side. Herb Jones, cheapest. Five bucks. He is base four dollars. Okay. Silver is thirty dollars. Ooh, that's actually pretty cheap. Okay. Like I think it's too cheap. I mean, he's a defensive-minded player first. Yeah. But that's an exciting team next year, I think, and is going to win some games. Okay. I would still let prices settle some, but there's a play with there's a play with all these guys, by the way, with taking the raw and going the graded route. Okay. Herb Jones at thirty bucks for the silver is not a bad buy. Okay. okay. Uh, Franz Wagner. Is he play from Orlando? Here's the thing. I, I haven't heard of Franz Wagner. I've heard of all these other guys. I don't know about that Honus one. Honus Wagner? Is that the Are they same? related? Hang so on. Honus is a 150-year-old <laughs> white guy. He's Franz been dead for years. related I don't think to so. Honus. They both have uh, baseball cards. Hey, what do you find it? It says, error 404, cannot compute. Uh, no, he's not related to him. Okay, got so it. Now we <laughs> Good. I'm glad that we did double check. Uh, he plays for Orlando Magic. I said that. Uh, I thought price, you price didn't know for sure. I did say it. $8 base, $60 silver. I have no interest in him. Next. Josh Giddy, base 15. Now, Giddy's interesting. They just drafted Chet Holmgren, your boy. <laughs> you know I love The me. new Slim Reaper. I love Reaper. me some Chet. Sure. <laughs> I said Chet. I said Chet. Chet. His name is Chet. There you go. But I did say not a like bad chitty, thing. Like chitty, chitty, bang, bang is what you said. <laughs> That's exactly chitty, what I said. Chitty, chitty, Holmgren. Oh, God. My face is getting redder. It's getting hotter. Check my blood pressure. Silver is $160. Stop looking at Base me. Base was 15 Uh Yes. That's a big difference. The only reason I think Giddy's interesting is I think Chet can score, and I think that's going to be an exciting team to watch, not to mention they got SGA. I, Honest, I can't advise buying him now, though, because I think that price probably still kind of continues to drop. Honestly, looking at all of the pricing here, it looks like you can't really give a good description or a good idea of their value based on just their base alone. It looks like silver has to be the the value play because... Well, usually it's going, about 10 times. Well... So let's go to the next one because it, it'll Chet, be Chet similar. Was fifteen and one sixty. Yep. So um, by the way, at the at the fifteen range, Anthony Edwards' base are fifteen to twenty. Mm -hmm. His silver raw is like one eighty ish on average right now. Oh okay. All right. So yeah, that's so about that's the ten. That's ridiculous. Like the fact that he's that close to Edwards means these cards are still coming down because oh, there's got nobody to. in the world is paying giddy prices when you could get Anthony Edwards. Who's the next guy? Scotty Barnes. Now, Scotty can play. I do like Scotty, but 
Scotty's doing twenty dollars base, which same as Lamelo, one seventy silver. So the same, roughly the same as Edwards. Yeah. Again, I don't think it's much of a comparison. You're taking Ant Man over him. Much but better again, team. Like they're all, he's only played an extra year. But I, right? I think the overall point that was you're going to see those cards continue to come down. Yeah. Herb Jones like is a nobody, and again he's on a he's on a good team compared to some of these other guys, mm-hmm. much better than the Magic and some of the other teams. I think there's upside there. These other guys, I think they just came out with the hype. It's the new shiny thing that's going to keep coming down. So yeah, I'm not. That's still a high price. Okay. Uh, Kaminga is next. Fourteen dollars on his base. Is it silver expensive? Silver is one eighty. So slightly, yeah, see, I slightly think, more silver, slightly less on the base. I think Kaminga stuff is going to come down hard. I don't know how much he even contributes this mm. year, but I do like Kaminga. Okay. I think he's a guy, though, like at the end of the year, people are like, eh, he didn't really do much. Yeah. Then you hold him, and then the following season, because you can buy him for pennies, that's when he kind of has his coming out party. I think he's a year away. He's young, man. Um, Interesting, though. Mobley, $18 yeah. base. 200 225 silver. And these are the average of the last three, so it's not just one. Yep. Yeah, I mean, now you're talking LaMelo Ball silver pricing. LaMelo Ball, the all-star. Yeah. Mobley, <laughs> the good player, very good player. player. Did Mobley win Rookie of the Year? Maybe. I forget if it was him or Scotty Barnes. I think it was Mobley. I like Mo- Again, I like the guy. I think he has good upside for his career. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes won Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. With Mobley, though, like, I'm not sure I'm spending the cash on that guy right now. Like, that's a card I think comes way down this year. And I like Cleveland. I think they're an exciting team. But yeah, I'm not, again, he's one you probably hold off on. Okay. Now, that's one that I also found interesting that his raw was doing 18, but he was doing 225. Over Whereas, 10 like, times. Scotty Barnes was doing $20 raw, but 170 for his silver. So, okay. Um, Kate Cunningham, highest base price 25. 35. Really? His silver does 250 though. I like Kate a lot. And I think with their new addition this year, number one pick, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that team's going to put up numbers. I don't know how many games they're going to win. And the East is pretty good. Again, kind of the same boring narrative. Like you hold off, you see what he does. Let, let, let the pricing come down. But and this then is make not the play. time to buy though. No, I think he's really high. T- I mean, he's outselling LaMelo and Ant-Man. He's okay. outsell. I mean, at that point he's outselling Ja Morant. Like Ja Morant is, I mean, man, let me, let me look here real quick. Oh, by the way, I was way, way off on the Lamelo. Excuse me, Lamelo Silvers right now are doing like a buck thirty to a buck forty. Oh wow! And the average is doing about one hundred and eighty. Is it? But is pop count also a big thing there? Because so I mean, no pop count on raw cards. Well, yeah, raw. But, but yeah, um, Ja Morant Silvers raw are doing about two hundred. Really? That's what I'm saying. I was looking at the starting value. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's insane. That is kind of crazy. Because yeah. um, I mean, I think anybody investing in a player right now. For sure, is taking Ja, Lamelo, and Anthony Edwards over anybody we've named here. But I mean, obviously, a lot of this is people buying them because they're taking a shot that maybe they do something and I'll have his rookie card. I, I want even if that's your play. Yeah. you have to wait at that price. Okay, well, if you, you know, and the guy you haven't talked about yet is Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Jalen Green's more expensive, which is insane. He sold today again, by the way, for two eighty. So what's funny on Jalen Green is he has the highest, by far, the highest silver pricing. But his base price is in line with Scotty Barnes and, you know. What's his silver, 300 Silver is 300 Base is $20. You know what, too? He's the guy who came out. We talked about this months ago during the draft. I mean, like last year at this point. He was the guy who came out, had a massive social media following. He was LaMelo-like. Oh, yeah. Not quite as big as LaMelo because mm-hmm. LaMelo's got the, you know, the ball name with him. But I think that's as much as to do. And, yes, he scores in bunches at times. But, like, who's excited about the Houston team next year? 
Yeah, if anything, I would sell him quick. Like, if these other guys you want to, like, hold or take the time to, sh- to like, send in and grade, yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea. Green is just, and again, I think he can score in bunches, but on a team that doesn't win, that's a tough one. It does seem like last year when we were doing this, going through all the rookies and stuff, you know, it was exciting, but this is, like, this is not as exciting to me in the sense it's that... season. Well, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's, that's probably what it is. Just, like, it doesn't seem... Like there's really much as much to talk about because no, we're kind of all done. We just have to wait. It's off season and none of those guys made any waves in the playoffs at all. Most yeah. of those guys missed the playoffs because of injury or because their team was garbage. Like that's why I think this is the least and even into next season, I'm not sure. Like John Morant, Lamelo, and Edwards, I think all three of those teams are making the playoffs. There's something to talk about. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it happens with this class. Like I think almost all these guys are a year away from their teams being relevant, aside from Herb Jones. Like I think the Pelicans could be sneaky good next year if Zion plays. So, anyways, kind of an update. The boxes are kind of holding steady. I think the singles prices will continue to fall. Do you think that Prism falls any more though? The I box? don't. I, do. I I would be very surprised. Okay. Yep. Very surprised. Cool. All right. Baseball. It is. Yeah, I think that's it. Right. Yeah. So the biggest news is kind of like a non. I mean, Juan Soto rejected at a contract extension, mm-hmm. fifteen year, four hundred and forty million. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And he had just, he had gotten an offer before that for, um, 350, uh, 350 million for a 13 year contract. He turned that one down. Then he gets a 15 year for 440 million. Turn so that now the down. question is, do they, I know he's under contract at least another year or two. Do you just ride it out and see if you can change his mind or do you trade him and get a massive haul back right now? Rizzo says they are not trading. They've said that to his agent. They've said that to Soto himself. Soto says that he has confidence and he's just waiting on his agent to come back to him with something that they can work with. Okay. So it sounds like he's going to be there, but... So it sounds like it's probably a non-story. I mean, because immediately it was like, well, the Yankees and Dodgers, because they have more money than anybody in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. I hope he stays. I, mean, I, I We don't need to see a top guy in baseball go to those teams. They, they're already outspending everybody. They have the greatest lineups. Like, it would be nice. That's the biggest issue I have with baseball is there's no parity. Like, oh, you can yeah. spend as much as you want. Salary cap. Who cares? Like, it just doesn't exist. Like, yeah, there's little penalties. I hope he stays. Like, they just won a championship three years ago. Mm. Like, just, I don't know. Just find a deal. Like, yeah. work, work with the kids. Sign him. He's a great young player. Like, I, I actually really Give hope some competition. he stays. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's your Soto. Uh, yep. What else? MLB draft takeaways. Are you actually familiar with this? Did you watch? So I, I don't pay attention to any of the draft, quite frankly. Okay. But I did put up a poll, uh, a post on Facebook like, hey, I know what happened last night. So I think there were only eight pitchers taken in the first round, which is historically low, which is a good sign. Guys want to see hitters. Looks like a lot of like actual heavy hitters. And the other thing that was funny is a lot of guys who are former players' kids. Oh, like really? Like three or four guys. I wonder if people are just like... Because it, it does seem like you hear a lot about that, like Scottie Pippen's son and then LeBron's son coming up. And like, I don't know. I've heard a lot of it in basketball. I, and then you got Vlad and uh, I don't know anybody else in baseball. But you did it. It, but also I, seems it, it is like a genetic a, thing. Like it's guys just assume, well, their dad was good. They're going to be good. I mean, could be. And these guys are also playing high school, college, but a lot of young guys as well. So I do think you probably have to be a little more patient with this draft class. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, multiple comments, like, yeah, it's a ton of high school kids. But a lot of the overwhelming sentiment is a lot of hitters and a lot of like high upside guys. So the reason how this translates to cards, obviously the biggest translation will be in, in December. You'll see 2022 Bowman draft mm-hmm. and then 2022 uh, Bowman baseball, Bowman's best, excuse me. Okay. 
that's when you really start to see all the new prospects, everybody from this draft class actually in their first products, first tops licensed products. If it's this good of a class, though, the play actually comes earlier. Because if that's the case and everybody's hyped up and they're going to be good, draft is going to come out at six, seven, eight hundred dollars a box. Bowman's best is going to be two fifty to three fifty a box. It'll be expensive, mm-hmm. although it's not going to slow the market like the resales there. But there are a handful of like unlicensed Panini products that come out before that. That if the class is that good, you can actually do really well with. So like like contenders, prism draft, the collegiate hmm. products, stuff like that. So I'll be interested to see like what the rest of the year looks like for when things are actually coming out. Because I also don't know if December is going to be the time anymore. Like it used to be. You would buy a collegiate product? On stuff like this, yeah, but I've done well on that stuff in the past. You buy it cheap, you flip it cheap. Leaf Trinity is yeah. not collegiate, but it's not licensed. Yeah. I've, I've got a couple more cases of that I'll run through because I think it's good. Like, actually, be live on the. I'm going to go live tomorrow, I've decided, on the app and just rip a bunch more personal boxes. You've heard it here first, folks. He's going to be there tomorrow. I'm trying to do Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Okay. A couple days a week, throw some personals out there, get a little revenue for the app, and, and get rid of some of the stuff in my closet, which has been helpful. Um, we will do more prep as we... And especially as you get closer to the end of the year. Once these guys start getting in product, we'll start seeing where their markets settle. But overall, it's anytime it's hitter heavy, that's a great sign for the hobby for that draft class. So um good. Um I did want to throw one I know I'd we've got say another good. We have another uh baseball thing you want to talk about the Mariner Street, but before I forget, the when we had so rare on Ryan from a few weeks ago, we talked about how the alleged the, the alleged swimmer, the his son was the alleged swimmer that you were going to race against. I'll take them both on. Um, but the so rare game uh, slash M- NFT collection thing that is going to be coming out, I believe, tomorrow. Just as a reminder, because I the reason I'm reminding you is because I'm reminding myself. I have a thing a reminder on my phone to go and download it and give it a shot. I. I don't know. I think it'll be fun. I did check out. I did sign up for the soccer version of it. See how active the soccer version is? <laughs> I started. I was like. It's ridiculous. I thought like, oh, well, I'll just make an account just so I've got one. And then I'll, you know, put it away. I couldn't help but start setting my my players. I started looking through all the, the cards that I got from just setting up an account and then comparing them like, oh, is there any value here? And it is kind of addictive in some sense. So, you know, if you don't need that in Look your life. you putting the work in. Oh my god! Can you imagine how have good you just been sh- waiting to say that? Can you imagine how good the show you would be if you if you viewed the that. show like a game? Oh my god! I hate you so much. <laughs> so tomorrow the nineteenth. Uh tomorrow is the nineteenth, so and that is when rare. it will be. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then Mariners. Crazy hot streak. Uh, what are they? One twelve? Fourteen? Fourteen in a row at this point. Twenty-one years ago is the last time that happened. Apparently. What is the standings? Go to give me the standings in the AL West, please. Okay. I know Houston's still doing really well, but 14 games is not nerfing. And the Angels have notoriously dropped out. I mean, they're garbage. AL West, you say? So give me the rundown, Uh, top to bottom. Houston's first? Uh, Yep. Astros, Mariners. How how many games back are the Mariners? Uh, They are in total wins. Is that, or how does this win? Usually the third column will be GB. GB, games games back. back. Nine. I knew that. What's their record overall? Uh, their record for Mariners, mm-hmm. uh, 51 and 42 losses. Nine games above 500 after a slow start. They won the last 10. J-Rod's killing. I thought you just said 14. The Mariners have... I did, Wait, I did say the last 14. This says the last 14. Maybe Google has the wrong thing. It just says... Oh, I'm sorry. That's it just the shows last the last 10, 10 games, games they've won. Yes. Julio Rodriguez is playing really well. I mean, power at the plate, speed... You know, kind of like that 30-30 type threat guy. 
his stuff is expensive. Here's what's so there's an interesting thing here. I want to talk about his pricing real quick. Two minutes and we're done. Pricing on some stuff that's already out, but then also he's a guy who it looks like is going to be consistently with the RC, the rookie card designation for the rest of the year in tops. I'm guessing because we just saw him in definitive and I feel like he was just in another tops product, although maybe I'm wrong. Pull up the release calendar if you would for baseball while I'm doing this, because I do want to know the next few tops products coming out. Um, and just to give you an idea on pricing, he was a 2019 Bowman guy, which for the record, 2019 Bowman, not Bowman Chrome, not Bowman Draft, 2019 Bowman, one of the deepest, best classes around, like to date. It's J-Rod's prospect. You got Wander in there, Luciano, uh, Luciano for the Giants. Uh, man, the Victor Mesa guys for the Marlins. I'm missing 10 guys. That that class is so stupid loaded. That particular product, it's ridiculous. Uh, next tops baseball product is tops tier one. Um, Ooh, I wonder if he'll be in that. Then there's when is that, by the way? You have that a date? comes out July 27th, so next week. Okay. Um, 2022 tops complete baseball factory set. Nope, don't care about sets. Um, then tops uh, luminary luminaries. Yep, it, it, maybe. I mean, they put rookies in there. And then top series two baseball vending. What is that? Vending? Oh, it's just a different skew of series two. Oh, okay. okay. So actually, I'm looking at the images. I I see Wander all over the sheet for tier one. I and Jaron Duran. I don't see Julio, but Julio was put in as a redemption in definitive. So he may be redemption in this Man, product. I, I feel like I got to look now because I, I, I do wonder if, oh, he was in tops pristine. I'm sorry, not definitive. He might've been definitive as well, but he was in tops pristine last week. Oh, okay. I'm just reading the redemption card because uh -huh. I do want to see if it says rookie card. That would actually be, so you're due to receive an autograph. It doesn't say rookie on it, but I don't know if the redemption would, maybe not the best. The fact that they're starting to sneak him in as a redemption though, I wonder if they'll continue to do that now for some of these other products coming up. And he was definitely in definitive. So he's been in the last two. In definitive, it does say a rookie autograph. So the card will have the, again, this is boring talk. The reason it's interesting is that that card will have the designation of the RC, which means it'll sell better. Yes. I would think then we're going to see him in most, if not all, the rest of the products the rest of the year then. So tier one, all these stuff, all the things Jesse just mentioned, triple threads comes out later. So there's an interesting play there with him. Like I think you can find his nice rookie patches and a lot of that stuff will be in time for the playoffs. If you want to go after his prospect stuff to give you an idea on pricing. So again, 2019 Bowman, his Chrome card as a PSA 10 right now is doing about 180 bucks. That's pretty close to the top. I mean, that's actually about as, high, as expensive as it's ever been. To put this card in perspective, there's 6,600 copies. Back in the day, Wander made real noise when he was 350 bucks for this card. The market was different then. Mm -hmm. Probably still some upside with J-Rod though. Um, that same card is a PSA nine again, just 2019 Bowman Chrome base card. PSA nine, seventy bucks. Yeah, actually, like ten better. You're talking two and a half times the value. It's not bad. His nine five ten auto is doing about fifteen hundred. Although right now you'd have, I think you'd have trouble finding it for that price right now. Like that's that's actually kind of in the middle, depending on subs. That's a and his PSA ten is like twenty two to twenty five hundred. So if you believe in the team and the kid, there's probably a little bit of room, but you better get in quick. Because I, I do think we're going to just see his stuff continue to rise, especially now that not only is he playing really well, the team is winning games. It's actually kind of a decent uh, a decent thing. But I, I do, I think the more interesting thing with J-Rod is what is he in the rest of the year? And can you catch guys sleeping, especially like in breaks? Like, hey, the Mariners are cheap. Did they just not pay attention? And all of a sudden you get a Julio Rodriguez redemption dropped in there. So that's it. Okay. Um, That's it for the show, I meant. We're good. No, 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 we're good. 30 minutes. Uh, 
I do wonder, do they have any chance of, do you think, overtaking the Astros with being nine games back? I mean, there's a chance, and they also have a shot at the wild card, so. Yeah. I mean, it'd be, yeah, how sustainable is it, I guess, is the question. We'll see. Okay. I haven't followed them nearly enough to know or care. Oh. <laughs> we do need to get Feinstein back on here, though, in the next month or so, as as we start closing on the he playoffs. He cares. Oh, he cares, and he's smart, as opposed to us who don't care and are not smart. That's fair. That's a fair statement. But we are fair. One yeah. for three. <laughs> um, okay. So then Big are we... Big release week. Put some enthusiasm when you read this next one. Big release week. Is that... That blood was pressure that is killing you, huh? <laughs> um, I have 2021-22 na- national basketball pulled up. Is national that what you would like to know? National treasures basketball. Yes, I'm sorry. National yeah. treasures. Um, we talked about this last week. I think it was right at 20 grand, was it not? The box or a case, yes. Okay, is same pricing still. Same pricing, uh, five thousand for a box, okay. ten twenty for the case. Releases to uh, Wednesday or Friday? Uh, Wednesday. Okay. Yep. I know Eddie started selling spots on Card Shop Live app. At Eddie is Geo Breaks. He is pre-filling his cases. He'll then rip them live. I know he's selling it. I don't know who else on the app will have National Treasures. Eddie for sure will. How Maybe some rare others. is that? Even if you have allocation. Like, is that still hard to get? We have a pretty get? good size account. I think we got allocated a case and a half, and we were able to rebuy a case and a half. So we now have three complete cases. And when you do one of those boxes, though, we're doing as a, I don't know if you were on the call for that. Oh, I guess you, yeah, you were. We're doing, we're using one box of National Treasures as a giveaway at the National for Card Shop Live. That's pretty cool. Card, card Shop Live app users. That's pretty cool. A couple thousand dollars in other wax, but Thank that you particular to one. The app and to Eddie. Mostly Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Geo Breaks is doing that. Taking my cut out of that, but that'll <laughs> um, be a pretty, there'll, there'll be some nice giveaways like that. So, okay, cool. Um, that will be releasing as of Wednesday. So, get in now if you guys want to get into those breaks. Uh, anything else about, on National Treasures? No, it's, it's, we huge. talked about it last week comparing last. Yeah, prices. I mean, it's, it's, it's massive stuff. I mean, again, we're off season. I think anything I pull, Anything rookie-wise that I pull, I think I'm probably moving if you're not going to keep it long-term because I think there's going to be that same thing. It'll come out high. It'll drop really low. Or or it'll drop lower, I should say. And then, you know, we'll see stuff rebound. But, yeah, we're so far away from the season. I don't know. Like The vet stuff is great. Like, that's one thing awesome about NT. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, rookie stuff, I think there's the upside is to sell it quick. So you think this drops, though? A little bit. I do think it probably settles. Like I think you could probably get that same case that's twenty. I, I bet we see a ten percent drop in the next week or two. Really tough timing. Again, yeah. the timing of basketball season is one thing. It's also the week of the national. The national. A lot of guys are tying up a lot of money. But aren't and there going to be guys, guys not, selling cases there? Like maybe are but, like actual people with a, like the actual middlemen, the Peach State, the GTS. All they the, don't set up. But retailers will blow out Steel City, Dave and Adams. Those guys will be set up selling and some okay. breakers. Uh, or like guys who have card shops will set up and sell their stuff. Oh, okay. But I think a lot of guys go to the national, like with me, like, hey, here's the budget I have to spend. Mm-hmm. I can get NT anytime I want. Yeah. Like I can always find it. I can't always find that triple auto that I'm going to see. You know what I mean? Sure. I do think a lot of guys hold back spending because like, yeah, but I, I may see something there I can't find. Yeah. The week after, if I can't find it, okay, sure. I'll, I'll go out and buy that case. So we never really talked about this. What to expect after the national? Usually it's pretty it's pretty slow like for a week or two after because guys are getting home at different times. Yeah. Kind of, hey, I was just a, away from my family for a week. I'm not going to be live selling as much. Sure. I spent a lot of money, got to recoup. But after that, we've generally seen, I don't know if it'll be the same this year. We usually see like a one-week chill. Okay. And then after that, things start to really climb because guys are reloaded. They're not holding back money for the national. It's mm-hmm. already passed. Yeah. We start to see the market heat up. 
Okay. Although we're in kind of a, res- I don't know if it's technically a recession. We're not, the economy is not in a recession as of yet. But. Okay. But it's not a great economy. That's for sure. Yeah. So I do wonder if that'll affect it this year, but I, that's generally been what we've seen. Okay. So. That brings us to pristine auction. Yes. Pristine auction. So yeah, we're, we're, just to be clear, we had been working with Golden for a while. It was a tough thing. They were good to us. We liked the Golden guys. At high pull, a six. I would like to be clear. We still like them. There's nothing. Just said that. Well, you said we liked. If I pull a six figure card tomorrow, I'm still sending it to Golden. Sure. Just to be honest, like that is the Golden is still to me. Although their last weekend, there is an issue with whoever's listing stuff at at auction. Why? I don't know if you saw on Instagram Uh -uh. the titles of their auction this past week. And people got destroyed on this low end stuff. Oh, I don't care who you are. You have to be very particular with your listing titles. What kind of issues? What are we saying? Like leaving players names out or just saying like Kevin Durant card lot. Like there was some brutal stuff I saw on Instagram and I was like, yeah, that's why it sold cheap because these listings are horrendous. Well, what do you say if it's a card lot? Be specific. You know, of like all the cards that no, are in but there? No, like what brand is it? Is it an autograph? Is it a rookie card? Like there's certain keyword that triggers people's searches. You're saying like because it's the same card. It wasn't like just a bunch of different cards of his. I'm just saying the listings were poor. They were missing keywords that you need to have in a listing or they're going to get overlooked by people okay. as they did this past weekend. Okay. Um, that being said, that is, is not f- the every everyday Joe who can afford a lot of the things on that site. Yeah, not only can they not afford, like a lot of people are not looking to sell a six-figure card. Sure. So, yeah, we got a, we, Pristine had reached out months ago, and it just made sense, quite frankly. Like, so we're going to be doing stuff with them on our other socials. Um, so we have like a promo code of, of like, you can get free 10 bucks when you sign up to use. And the difference is like, you can go on there and spend $10 on a card, or you can go on there and spend 5000 on a card. That's kind of the range there. And there's a ton of stuff in the daily auctions. Yep. So it just kind of made more sense. Like I felt like the majority of our audience is like looking for a place to either buy or sell cards in that price range. It makes sense. And if you can get a free 10 bucks doing it, you might as well. Um, you have more of the detail. Do like the, this is the only time we'll do this whole run through of the rates and crap, but I do, it is important to get this out. Yeah. Well, if you are going to sell anything on their site, um, if you want to consign anything through them, it is a 0% seller fee. So long as the card sells for over $50, um, and you start with no reserve. What? So, I, heard, I heard you. So that's not bad. Uh, that's I mean, great. Zero no percent. So yeah, yeah, that was sarcasm. Zero percent is very, very good. Uh, there's also going to be some really just like it, one of the biggest issues I have with auctions, and one of the, the reasons why I like the whatnot loops, and more importantly, card shop lives of the world, is because when I go into an auction. I can know if I won in the next like 60 seconds. Uh, they have something where they call them 10 minute auctions. So you can go in there and they, they run them. I'm not sure of the frequency, but <clears throat> they run them very frequently where they'll do maybe 10, 15 items or so for 10 minutes. And if there's something good, go in there and buy it 10 minutes, you know, if you won or not, um, they've got those. And then they've got, of course, just regular auctions that run for uh, a week into up to like 15 days or something like that. Yeah, I think they have their elite auction that runs once a month with some of the bigger items. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like in general, the daily auctions, there's stuff in everybody's price range that closes every night. So, And it's not just cards, my friends. There's a, I, there, I will say there's a, a much wider array, array of things. Like well, I, That's where I bought my great Hambino autograph. The, the whole thing with Golden Golden also has a, a wider array, but... I, I can't spend thousands of dollars or I can't justify spending thousands of dollars on some of those items. But on here, they have so many office signatures, like framed 
office signatures with like the authentication notes with them. Uh, they have back to the future signed movie posters, you know, all the things that I care about. And I think a lot of you probably care about too. Uh, so there's a lot of fun stuff as well um, for the collector. Yeah. So overall, the point being like this just seemed to fit our brand much better than, you know, again, like a golden or some of the other auction houses we just don't work with. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to drop the link in on the Facebook group today, probably on Instagram and everywhere too. It's also on our website. If you go to card services, all the information with the link to their page, as well as nonsense being the code that you want to use when you sign up to get $10 free. Yep. There you go. So pristine auctions code nonsense, get 10 bucks free. Uh, I did not use that. So I will be creating a new account tonight because <laughs> I noticed when I bought that thing the other day. You fool. Uh, by the way, Vintage Breaks has said they've sold 75 spots on their website. And we've sold right at almost 150 in our 1952 set break. The, well, their set break. We've sold, I think, almost over 150. Right before the pot, it was almost a, at So 100. call it 225. That break is over half full in four days. That ain't bad. That thing's break breaking at the national. Yeah, so if you want a chance at that, it's 395 bucks a spot. You get one random card in a 1952 set break. We're doing It I, wasn't until someone pointed out like what the math was. I never I don't know why. I just never did the math of how big of a break this is. It's like $160,000. It's I'm actually glad you said that because if you notice the chat under the break That's of card shop live, yeah. people are like, "Oh, I can go out and buy this set for 140 or $150,000." Yeah. Just to be clear, I mean, if and you Layton, want to do that, go do that. That's oh, yeah, and Layton was pretty clear about this, too. Like, we run a business. We have multiple card shops. There's overhead. So a couple things, though. There's about a 10% fee selling on the app between payment processing and everything else. So you can knock 10% off that, which is about 15 grand. Well, a little, well call it 15000 In addition, shipping is not included on our site. The seller eats shipping for right now. By the way, the shipping module is almost built out, which is great. So, again, you're talking, call it 300 packages. On average, I'm going to say 8 bucks. Not everything's going priority, but some of the stuff's going to cost hundreds to ship because it's going to be overnight. The mantle's the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Call it another three or 4000 bucks there as well. We're also giving away, I mean, we're giving away spots and so is Vintage Breaks. Another, I would say 10 to 15 spots. So you're talking again, another four to $6,000. And then, yeah, there's profit built into it. Uh, the cool thing was in that chat, once I did explain it like that, the, I think everybody was like, yeah, that, yeah, no issue. But yeah, if you just take it at face value, that's what it is. Um, some guys are trying to say the mantle's twenty grand. I, I've never seen a PSA one mantle in this market sell for twenty thousand bucks. Not to look like that, but that's fine. So there are more spots for sale on Card Shop Live. Is the point three hundred ninety five bucks? They're posted under Vintage Breaks. I really think at this point that thing is going off at the National. Like that would be ideal, anyways. That'd be really cool. It'd be awesome to see it. Plus, yeah. then we can like call and go live and like have our film crew get involved in it too. Where's Layton out of New Jersey? He's oh, like, so, yeah, he's, yeah, so he I think he said it. he's an hour away. Oh, so. nice. Cool. Um, so that was the goal. So yeah, that's still happening. Uh, real quick, let me just run through some other things that are happening on the app. I'm not always going to update app stuff here, but tonight is the Home Run Derby. Uh, card Shop Evansville is doing a bunch of live stuff, including some giveaways, mm-hmm. especially because he's a Cardinals guy. And so if Pujols does anything, he'll go nuts. Um, so he will be live tonight doing that. Like I said, Eddie has NT spots for sale. I think Flushing is still running Tops Pristine, Chronicles Football as well. Card Shop, uh, Card Nope. Sports Here Card Junction's on there as well, yep. selling stuff. Uh, they do personal boxes right out of their shop in Pittsburgh. I'll be live tomorrow doing live auctions on personal wax. And then we have two new guys jumping on this week. So BD Scronders, not his real <laughs> name. Killer name. BD actually, he Killer sent me over name. his, his, his uh, his, like, sales from other apps. Like, mm-hmm. the dude's actually built himself a great business. Love that BD He basically Scronders. does, he's a super discount baseball guy. Like oh. lots of one to five dollar prospect cards or twenty twenty dollar cards and under. Strictly baseball though. 
almost, I think it's almost entirely baseball. Oh, okay. Cheap stuff, $1 auctions. So he, he runs a whole different type of thing. We don't really have that low end baseball stuff in the lots. I think that election should be something like for you guys who want to go out and prospect to get into the cheap stuff. Like that's kind of his, his realm, which I think is perfect. And then I always get the name wrong. I think Kevin is from coffee breakers. What's the name of the shop attached to bleaker? Coffee, cars and coffee, cars and coffee. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was cards and coffee or coffee breakers. Anyways, Kevin is making his debut and I don't even know what name he's going to be under quite frankly. So Kevin's a great, I met Kevin. Yeah. He's got great, good energy. Kevin's a great dude. He's going to make his debut Thursday night. So Wednesday and Thursday, uh, BD is Wednesday, which he has BVD collectibles. I think on there, you have the thing. They are the coffee breakers. Okay. So coffee breakers comes on on Thursday night. That's upsetting. I would have sworn. What is, uh, BD's name on there. It's like RVA collectibles. Uh, sure. Yeah. I, I don't know off the top of my head. We'll have, have the announcement. <laughs> you also see the giveaways. We're trying to like really drive traffic. RVA sports cards. There you go. RVA sports cards will be Wednesday night. And then our, the rest of our crew all week will be live selling. Uh, and we'll be doing a bunch of giveaways there. Uh, but that's but, a big but, enough plug for yeah, the, that's more than enough. Yeah. Mike cut that last nine minutes. <laughs> you know, cut the whole show. We're done here. Uh, um, only other plug I have is a Friday night thing at, Oh, I yeah. just want to keep mentioning because we're yeah. still doing the big giveaway. If you ha- buy a general admission ticket for a hundred bucks, I did talk to, we're actually going to have a ton of physical wax and we do have a bunch of digital packs to give away at that party as well. So I would say buy the GA ticket for a hundred, enter the giveaway on geo on sports cards, nonsense, which if you go under announcements, you can find announcements. So you yep. get the free upgrade. Win, win mailbag. Win. Though. Cause now it's mailbag. Uh, Vintage it's- baseball report. We finish Thursday or Monday. That's fine with me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, mailbag. Let's go. You see, I liked and commented on all these things. So you should be able to work your magic. That was you doing your, your magic working. I didn't <laughs> care for whatever magic that was. Do you, but... have, a, do you have a sound up? Did you get... Thank you. Dang it. I knew you liked it. I wish it was a bad one. All right, go ahead. That was a laugh at you. The They're laughing at you. Laughing with me. Bradley Fusan. I wish it was Fusion. That'd be a cool last name. Uh, Fusan wants to know, card horror stories. My dad had his entire childhood collection, full sets of 60s to 80s, all sports, ruined in the floods of 93. First off, he said that, like, there were, are there floods of 93 we should know about? I don't know of any specific. Maybe where he's from, that's a thing. You can say floods of 93 and people are like, oh, yeah. Like around here, people say the ice storm of 91. The and everyone of knows. Or the flood of 2010. Sure. I'm sorry. I digress. Mike, do you have a horror story? I mean, I sold my Brady's too early. Probably left a couple million on the table. No one cares about that. Okay, so no. No one's ever done it? Yeah, horror story. I give Jesse 49% of the company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you now we can't laugh about a high blood pressure? Laughter's the best medicine. You, there's truth in all of your jokes, though, because you actually sometimes mean the things you say. How dare you? You're a, you're a rude dude. Randy Ott. That's no relation to the Ott that I met this weekend, is it? Chase? It's, don't use his name, bro. Why? Because he may not want it. Uh, if you had a 2003 Topps Chrome basketball sealed box, would you hold it or sell it? And if sell, would you use an auction house or eBay? Don't sell it right now. Those boxes are way down. I would hold it. Okay. 03 Chrome is massive. LeBron, Wade, Bosch, Carmelo. I think that is an, I think a decade or two from now, like that is this generation, or quite frankly, right now, that is this generation's 86 flare box. 86 really? flare box. Flare. 
Flurbox. You are saying it, I think, incorrectly. Flurbox. I think you're meaning to say flare. I do, because it's a huge flare. Can you say flare? Flare. Oh, my goodness. Flare. If he says it like a nerd, you can say it. Um, I would hold it. Especially because of the values, too. Those things did spike for a while, but they've come way back down to earth. If you're going to sell it, sell it to me right now for a heavy heavy, (laughs) hearty discount. Um, By the way, I, I totally forgot to mention we do have a winner of the National Treasure last week, or not National Treasure, the Treasure Hunt that we did last week. I did want to just mention his name is Michael Payant. Payant? I don't know. But anyways, he's the winner. Guys, thank you so much for entering. Um, and he wanted to, he had a specific message for you, Mike. Be nice to Jesse. He No. Good. He said, let me know if you need anything else. Please tell Mike to keep up the consistent and sincere positivity. See? I'm saying. I'm I'm passing that along to you. You had a tone. People. (laughs) You're passing along your passive aggressiveness? I'm passing along that you're doing really well with your positivity. You've done very well with that. Thank you. That was nice of him. Um, But anyways, you'll be getting those soon. Treasure hunt. We don't have one for today, but we will do that again because obviously that seems to... You guys seem to really enjoy yeah. that. Again, what I did, uh, if you guys do want to enter it, it's not first come is the winner. It's the, we're just going to, I random, uh, went to random.org. In fact, we're going to get to a question all about that here in just a few minutes. Yippee. Uh, <laughs> I was being positive. Kyle, Kyle, you, uh, what cards are at the top of your list to pick up at the national for the PC ones that you'll have a hard time passing up? All right. Just say it. You say it every time. Give us the cards. Marvel SGC tens and well, that's for my set. Yep. And then what's the other thing? That 1990 you... Marvel SGC tens. Yes. 2001 Sign of the Times autographs yes. for my football set. I want you to PC something new. I mean, I'm boring. Like I love multi. One card I have not seen around lately, and I used to, and I'm curious what it even goes for at this point. Mm-hmm. Is the immaculate? It's probably six years old at this point. It's a, a vertical card. But it has the three autos from the rookie. So it's Dr. J, Magic, and Bird. It's on card. I would love to find that card. Oh, Immaculate that's also cool. did the quad autos, where it's Bill Russell and three other Celtics who I cannot remember right now. Uh, I, I love like that kind of multi autograph stuff I don't see. I would I would try to What kind know, of money does that Immaculate card the because it's it's basically like the bird rookie card. Yeah, but Immaculate, totally but different. Yes, but same different guys. Style, yeah. I mean, I remember specifically when I passed that thing at the Cleveland show a few years ago for $600. Because I was like, this is too much. It's only worth 500 oh. It's probably worth, I, honestly, I don't even know. 1500 more? I, I don't. I really don't know. I haven't followed gotcha. it yet. So I would like to find that. The Brady stuff, I would love to be able to upgrade my 2000 um, Showcase Brady. I have an 8.5, a Beckett 8.5. Okay. I'd like to upgrade that to a 9, throw in some cash or cards. Um, I love his Flair, F-L-A-I-R. The okay. Flair, sh- not Showcase, Flair EX rookie, mm-hmm. I think is awesome as a 9.5. I would love to get that in an SGC 10. Okay. But those are also like, you know, I would have to trade into those cards. Gotcha. Um, that's about it. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I, stuff like that that I just don't see. I feel like you'll also, you're, you're, we're both similar in the sense of like, we know it when we see it. Yes. If there's something else out that we want, then I can't we'll get define it. it, but I know it when I see it. PC Which cards. judge said that? There's oh. a judge. Andrew Nickel, should player like ability be a factor in pricing of cards? Yep. Even though someone like Harden or KD are incredible, I get the feeling people just don't like them and it hurts their prices. Do it, people not like KD? 
No, he's spineless and leaves his team every time they lose, and oh. he pouts about it. So yeah, it, it should it factor in? I don't know, but it certainly does. And it doesn't always help, though. People love Shaq. He's super entertaining. Doesn't really help his pricing. So Which, That's brutal pricing on Shaq. Um, Hayes, Chandler, Hudson. We got a three-namer, Mike. Just be gentle with him. Why do some great past MLB players with no scandals or issues have zero hobby value? Uh, he relates Carlos Delgado, Vladimir Guerrero Sr., Bobby bon- Bonilla. Yeah, I mean, those are good examples. They were never at the top of their game, and they're good, but sadly, they just get forgotten. And we see it with every single sport, by the way. It's not just baseball. Basketball and football the same way. For one reason or another, the hobby also wasn't as strong 15, 20 years ago when these guys were, well, even more than that for some of these guys. You're talking the 90s. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't like that huge likability factor in the hobby then because the hobby was not thriving like it is now. Guys never got on board. And if you, so now you start to see certain guys pick up because as guys come back in, like me and my brother both love Vlad Guerrero Sr. If I saw like a Vlad Guerrero Sr. bat knob or bat barrel or mm-hmm. awesome one on one card, I would buy that in a heartbeat and never sell it. But it, yeah, just kind of, they kind of missed the boat on the window of popularity and cards. It just didn't coincide with the career a lot. Okay. There's a ton of questions, by the way, which I want to get through them all if we can. So I'm going to shorten them up. Yeah. Um, no, I don't prefer you shortening anything because then you skip things, but that's okay. Brad Becker, print lines are notorious on Bowman cards. In your experience, is there a leniency as far as grading for these? No, that will hurt the surface. You can try to wipe them off into something like simple as like a, you know, but if it's a scratch, you're not wiping that off. So no, no leniency. It'll okay. fix the surface. You're probably not getting a 10. Which just makes the ones that actually do tin all the more valuable. Uh, Kyle Reed, do you think repack products are just people great, getting rid of duds? Great question. In general, I absolutely do. That's why I support when Eddie does his hairy hands hot packs. The dude always sells he always sells out super fast on the app because of that, because he's always blow comps. He's not just putting in crap. But by well, and large, yeah, he actually goes out and purposely finds cards for these. Right. But by and large, people are just using it as a way to dump garbage, mystery packs, all that type of stuff. The pulls, like $5 for 10 pulls, almost all that is garbage. And that's exactly what guys are doing. We yes. get messages on Instagram and stuff all the time of like, guys, hey, you want to buy into this mystery never. pack? Never. I would never buy into a mystery pack of really almost anyone unless I specifically knew the seller or breaker. Yep. Matthew Dane. What are the best times of the year to buy and sell the three major sports? Okay. How- so it changes. Yeah, I got it. Changes with each one of them. I mean, off season is always the best time to buy. You know, traditionally, you just got to time it right. Uh, best time to sell. Playoff stretch is the biggest, unless somebody's having like an unbelievable personal career year. Okay. Is middle of the season typically one of the worst times or? No, I mean, if guys are playing well, like, I mean, if you want to sell your J-Rod stuff right now, mm-hmm. do you think the Mariners are going to fall off and miss the playoffs? Now it's probably not a bad time to sell. Okay. You know, same thing though last year. Joe Burrow had a decent start to the year, then got really hot at the end. Man, you would you don't want to sell that guy too early. So I have noticed though all of this stuff has moved up because of the FOMO. Everybody just wants to get in. So it's yep. it really is a player by player, team by team basis. Andrew Donnelly, how do you respond to buyers on eBay for your raw raw card that wants to know? Every single nook and cranny of my card. You got to be really careful. When, when guys ask me stuff like that, like, hey, does it have a shot to gem? Can I see more pictures? Within reason, like, hey, can I see a picture of the back? Of course. Hey, can I see this under different light? What's this edge? Is it going to 10? Walk away. Yeah. That, you are getting that card returned because those people are unreasonable, never satisfied. Don't deal with them. 
Good point. Good question. I don't know if we've never had that one. Uh, Nat Thorpe, I don't have many card shows near where I live. How do you approach sellers in Facebook groups or on eBay that they're that have their cards way overvalued and won't come close to reality? Walk away. You're going to waste your time. 90% of the time. He has a follow-up, though, which I will allow. Follow-up? Sure. Why do you think this seems to be happening so regularly right now? Here's the reason. Guys Underwater. Bought- Guys, exactly. Guys are underwater and they don't want to accept it. So they just price it high and think maybe I can catch somebody else. Yeah. At some point that changes. They either say, okay, I'm going to cut ties and just sell it for going rate or just going to sit on their app site, wherever, and just not move. So that's why I don't waste time with guys like that though. Uh, Jeremy Davis. I've been holding some low numbered color Aaron Rodgers Chrome rookies ungraded. When is the best time for me to unload? Should I grade them prior to and with whom? So obviously the Yanks, you got to hold to the playoffs, I would think. Grade them now, though. Cards that are raw over two to $250, I would go PSA. Anything for the cheaper stuff, I would go SGC for cheap right now. He also had a follow-up question. For and Mike, you. I would like I'll to also it. get I'll, your... I'll take this one. Jesse, tots, fries, or onion rings at Sonic? There's only one right answer, by the way. Uh, it's definitely not fries. I think we can all de- agree on that. And I already know your answer as a man who's on keto right now, you're tempting me beyond belief because I want that all of those so badly. But my answer would, in fact, be onion rings. However, I know your answer is tots. Well, here's the thing. Fleer and flare is the same as onion rings. So onion is that's how you say it. onion. That's how your whole family says it. Onion. How do you how, onion onion? How, you said it right that time. It's OK. It's tots. It's tots. Next I don't want to. You know I, next can't, question. I can't deal with this. Mark. Uh, Jay Austria. Nope. No need nope. to. We asked about the draft. We already talked about it. Oh, because you didn't like that one. Well, I don't have an answer for it, so I'm not going to waste time. Okay. Well, Mark, thanks for your question yeah. anyway. Uh, this one we can and we will. Alan Avadal. Let's talk about randomizers. Okay. What are the preferred ones that people like to use? Like duck races versus random.org versus, uh, versus wheels, etc. Do you think some believe there are they are skewed or have a preference on one over the other? I mean, as long as it's a verified site, I don't care what you use. What is I thought duck races was something else. That's a random randomizer. Yeah, like people put a name on a duck and they like literally have like a visible like rubber duckies in a race. Going oh. across, and whoever like finishes the race first like wins. It's like a way to randomize lists and stuff. I've heard of duck races. I've I never actually seen that. I, I think that part is dumb. Just randomize it on a wheel or on random. Do people have preferences? Yeah. Anytime they lose, they blame the site. That's just a <laughs> no question. Yep. They cheated me. Um, I guess that would be a good way to do it if someone was using a site that you did never heard of. Ryan uh, Johnson, I've never used check all my cards. I have nothing to say. I'm sorry, buddy. You never use that? Nope. For some reason I just assumed you I think had I bought cheap stuff on there like years ago, but I've never used them. Okay. Um if anyone's wondering, Brian Johnson was wondering about check out my cards. So I just mentioned that because if you were thinking of yep. asking Mike about it, don't. He doesn't have an opinion. But post it up in the group. I guarantee people in the group have used it and could help, like, offer insight. Absolutely. Smart. Mark Rapala, not a question, but more of a follow-up to a comment a couple shows ago. Dallas Card Show this past weekend was disappointing for many. Very few sales. Vendors not coming off their insanely high prices. Only wanted to buy 60% of comps. A lot of trade requests, but people not willing. I know it's a rough market right now, but just wanted to follow up with you guys. Have a great national. Yeah, again, the week before the national, NT's releasing this week. It's going to tie up a lot of money. And you had two very big regional shows, not that far apart, but the national show happening. 
And we've heard that about Dallas in the past. Like, I don't know. It just seems like you have a lot of the same vendors. So and they have the shows so often, once every quarter. I think right? it's once every two months. I oh, think it's every six two a months? Year. Yeah, oh. six, yeah, six a year. Even more so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, so it sounds like it's still a very good and popular show, but that's, you know, maybe it's there's just too much going on. I don't know. And I think the I time is tough. I go to tough. one of those shows. Dallas? Yeah. All right. I fly into Dallas all the time for family stuff. Might as well just pop in while I'm there. Okay. John Boren at a card show. What's the rule? I'm being able to examine raw cards to see if they would grade well. I think you should be able to take it out of the holder, hold it under light, spend 30 seconds on the card. I don't think that's any issue. As a seller, am I looking at the person doing some kind of judging a book by its cover type of thing before I allow them to pull that card out and touch it? Like if you saw me, would you let me touch it? I feel like the only person who's like, hey, can I take this out of the holder and examine it is somebody who's willing to spend. So, okay. Yeah, I don't have any issue with it. So you'd let me take you your cards out of the holder? <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. Well, not you. Sausage fingers. See, I that's what to... I'm saying. Yeah, that's different. That's I would say, what I'm saying. So I guess my follow-up to, what was that dude's name? John would be, what is the circumference of your fingertips? <laughs> you answer me that and I'll answer his question. You are a mean. That, the positivity is gone. Nope, I'm positive. Ro Hundle wants to know, it was just announced that LaMelo is changing his number from two to one. Do players changing jersey numbers affect the hobby value? No. He's got examples like, like obviously Jordan's the biggest, 23 to 45, Kobe 8 to 24. doesn't change anything. Their new stuff, though, with that jersey number will carry the premium that the old jersey number stuff carried, but it doesn't change other than that. Oh, yeah, it's a good point because everybody thinks the if it's a numbered card, jersey number you has all a of a sudden might uh, actually have a better value. However, and with it already being, if it's one, one already garners a little bit higher price when sure. numbering ones. Okay. That's fair. Yep. Uh, Adam A.J. Rotler. Oh, you didn't mark this one. I commented um, on it. Okay. Yes, about the app. I already talked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Good. Day. We've talked enough about the app. Will Winters, what are three products you'd want to see come back? Okay, so he has three. Like, this is a long one, too. Products you want to see tweaked, products you want to see scrapped. I mean, I, I would love to see old Flare Showcase come back. I loved that product as a kid. I thought it was awesome. I would like to see that come back. It was also a random football product. It may have been other sports. Upper Deck Vintage just had an old school look. I thought it was fantastic. I would love to see that product back. I okay. bought more of those boxes than anything else in my life. And Flare Genuine was a, Flare Genuine was another one that I just thought was like great. Like all the stuff I grew up on. Mm-hmm. Gold Label has come back. I want to see it tweaked to be like the old school Gold Label. I hate the new cheap paper product that it is. And I would love to see like flawless baseball and National Treasures baseball get licensing, mm-hmm. but then I would not want to pay for it because has, it would jack the price up. Has, uh, have they ever brought back the Fleer look, um, like the Jordan rookie? Like retros, yeah. yeah. 2013, there was a Fleer retro set. So they have done it before, but I yeah. think that would be kind of cool to see like some modern guys in that, but sure. Uh, Anthony, actually, you know, a good example of that was 2022 Topps Chrome Platinum Anniversary. It was like the 1952 top set. And it was different because there was not a huge, like you were chasing autos, but it wasn't like five a box. Yeah. It was like you get an auto here and there, but you're basically, you're chasing the the SP, you're chasing the set, and then the color variations. I I don't mind that in a cheap product. Okay. Um, Okay, cool. Micah Malamisuro, Uh what would be the Peyton Manning card to invest in? I don't know what the card to invest in. I I bought into the PSA 10 Bowman Chrome. It's like 400 bucks right now, PSA 10. I think it's crazy cheap. All right. Tops Chrome as well. I think it's awesome as well. Uh, Anthony Cousy? 
can I sit on Jesse's lap at the national? You've already responded and answered for me. Um, You're welcome. So there's got to be someone sitting on my lap at the net. Well, that's cool. Good. It would be nice to meet you, Anthony. I don't know how else to respond to that. Uh, Tristan Brown, how would you rank the major three sports in terms of card value? There's no answer to this. I I don't. There's not like a a sport that garners higher pricing. Baseball prospecting is crazy high. NT footballs out of control. Contenders football variations. Like I don't. Yeah, there's not just a general. I mean, basketball has the biggest market because it's international for sure. Baseball probably second, but that's just in terms of overall mm-hmm. market size. It seems like though overall value in baseball has garnered the highest pricing because you think of like the Ruth getting like what six over six million. They said the Mantle getting six million. Wasn't it six for the? You talking about Rob's the one he bought for five? Oh yeah, five. He bought it for five. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, like, top-selling cards of all time have yeah, been Yeah, but then, like, on a, a weekly basis, you get, like, the LeBron Exquisite was sure. two, the LeBron Logo Man was two, the Luka was four. I, I think basketball in general, but that's a tough question. Okay. Why don't you pick, like, three more? I said we are going to try to get them all. There was a million. You want to just grab a couple By more? By the way, thank you guys for throwing in so yeah, many questions. A- um, let's see. I told this guy, I told Sean McGinnis I would get his question from last week. Um, I did answer a bunch of these in the chat, too, so there's actually only, like, five more, but whatever you want to do. I'll follow this, you here. Yeah, this one I don't think you've answered. So, Shawnee um, Mack, he was a he good wants guy. me to read this in Sean Connery's voice. Brother. And this is just going to be absolutely brutal. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't even do it. It's going to be too embarrassing. What is your guy's favorite new sports product that came out this year that you feel will stick around? For Tops example, for Tops for Scene. Tops for Scene. what happened. I love that product. It's amazing. Oh, what is your favorite? <laughs> oh, yeah, like tops, do ya? <laughs> Connery uh, did. Yeah. Is he? Have a little sympathy, bro. For who? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Tops, pristine. I love Tops, pristine. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Um, judging by the response of it, too, secondary sales are pretty good. Actually, I was in a break last night with flushing breaks and hit a Nolan Arenado encased auto on oh. Tops, pristine. Brag I think about it's, it, but okay. I, the amount of hits you get, I don't think it's a terrible price. I, I have two cases of this left, I think. I like it. I think it's going to stick around. I think it's an awesome product. Uh, Dan. Two more. Make them good. Brooken. What break spots do you guys prefer? PYT. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Two more. Let's do. You see this guy, Brian Beluga P. I've never seen any episode in its entirety. Seinfeld, Friends, or The Office. Like. Why is he? How? how, Do you have friends? Why isn't he banned? I don't understand. I don't mind Friends. Like that's terrible. <laughs> I'm fine not ever watching Friends. But Brian. you've never seen Seinfeld or The Office. I guess my question would be: Do you feel like your family loves you? Stop! You can't. I'm asking. Don't be mean. No, no, no that's a question, Brian. You need to do make better decisions, bud. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, it's hard to follow that up. Uh, Jeremy Byers. I'm just jumping right to the very end. Okay. Uh, where would you rank Larry Bird in best mustaches in sports? Dude, I have him in the top five. He's up there, especially because here's the thing. Taking all the context now, short shorts, savage mm. mullet, stash. Mm. White pasty, as a ghost. Pasty white. <laughs> it's up there. It's up oh, there. I just noticed the very end. Jesse reading your best mic voice. You couldn't do that. If you oh tried, my so. goodness! I've never. No one's ever challenged the mic voice. It's great. Like bird stash hey, is up there. Where would you rank Larry Bird in the mustaches? 
He doesn't even have any Flair cards. Is it Flair or Flair? We're going to. I'm silly. We're going to. We're going to Hoorahs on Friday night. Dude, somebody the other day made a post of me saying a word. Albert Pooljoes. It was like every word I butcher. It was Haras, Pooljoes, Flare, Flare. There was one other. I was like, yep, perfect. Nailed it. Killed it. Oh, Good. we should do more mic impressions. Those Jeremy are fun. just messaged me as I've been saying. Jeremy, our agent from Octagon. Okay. Because I've been, you know, we've been lining up. So we got Adam Lefko lined up, Josh uh-huh. Luber, Jeff Wilson. A mm-hmm. uh, bunch of guys lined up to do like our quick eight to 10 minute in, uh, interview things live at the National. Yes. He just said the card talk guys are in for a quick interview. He's going to confirm the window. Oh. I'd like to talk with them. I'd also like to talk with the boss over there, Gary V. He has not, I don't know if he's the boss, actually. I thought he owned. I feel like Gary V's been like oddly quiet, too. Like, I don't he's know. He's been posting about the national. So I asked, I, I reached oh, really? out on Twitter, which is how we've reached out in the past. Like, hey, would you come on and do eight to 10 minutes with us? I haven't heard back. Did yet. you message Lou? Lou from the Lou's, pod. I don't know if Lou still does that for him. I think so. I mean, he's the one who got us in with him last time. Could you message Lou? Why not? Cool. All, All right, right, that's it. We've gone long enough. We'll be back. So again, our, our schedule is the same. Thursday this week, Monday, Thursday next week. The Thursday show next week, we will simply be recording live at the National. We will insert some of the stuff we're doing this week, uh, the week of the National starting the following Monday. Again, an interview here or there. Um, and then we'll probably save some of it. Like if some of it's evergreen content, if one of us are out of town, we can kind of drop it that yeah. way, I thought. So um, we'll do that. That sounds good. All that right, Mike. great. What an incredible show. Why don't we just go ahead and end it right there? Cool. Sport. Don't do just, that yet. Sports <laughs> Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. We'll be back on Thursday. Goodbye and get out.